Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful Filipino valet, Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Scrapper. The Green Hornet strikes again. gritted his teeth in determination as he walked through the sordid district toward the basement room he and his father called home. He had made up his mind. He wouldn't go to school anymore. He was tired of the constant jeering and the constant battling, which had given him the nickname Scrapper. Scrapper McGuire was small for a boy of 14, but he never hesitated to use his fists against bigger boys who made it a point to pick on him. No one could call his father names and get away with it. Hi, Pop. What? Scrapper. What are you doing home so early? Ain't you supposed to be in school? You usually don't get home till after I've left for the warehouse. I... I didn't go to school this afternoon, Pop. Now listen, kid. I don't know what this is all about, but if you've been hanging out in that pool room instead of being in school where you belong, I have a good mind that... I ain't been in the pool room. I went to school this morning session, but Hey! You got a shiner. You've been scrapping again. Yeah, Pop. I had a. Sit down, son. I want to talk to you a minute. Oh, I'm listening, Pop. Scrapper. 
Since your mom died, I've been trying to look look after your right. I want you to have what I didn't get, an education. Since I got that night job as guard at the warehouse, I don't get much chance to see or talk to you. But I've been hearing things about how you're always fighting. Every day, seems like. I want you to tell me what it's all about, son. Why do you have to be scrapping all the time? Aw, oh, gee, Pop, I... Well, I just had to, that's all. I want to know why. Because the other kids in school pick on me, that's why. I'm quitting school, Pop. I ain't going back. Now, see here, son, you can't quit. I... I won't let you quit, see? Pop, I just can't go back there. I can't. You must have a reason, son. What is it? Because they all say you're a jailbird. They say you're no good and things like that. That's why I fight them. I won't let them say things about you, Pop. I won't. Well, that's it. <laughs> They're making you pay for me going to jail. You're just a kid, too. Well, son, why can't you just pay no attention to them and keep on in school? No. Please don't make me go back, Pop. Please. Well, with things that way, I don't guess you're getting much out of going anyway. I'm... I'm sorry, Scrapper. You've been having trouble because of me. Pop, I know what a swell guy you are. And even if you were in jail, it wasn't your fault. Mom always told me it wasn't. That's right. I got in with the wrong crowd. They framed me. But I couldn't prove it, so I went to jail. With me having this job and all, I thought you and me could live on and forget it. It looks like people won't let us. I don't care what they say, Pop. Honest, I don't. Come here, son. What, Pop? Scrapper, you're all I got. I want you to grow up so you can make your own way. You gotta be tough. You have to take a lot of guff from guys who ain't worth wiping your feet on. I don't want you to be no sissy, but... You gotta know when to take it on the chin without saying anything. Trying to bust a guy with your fists ain't always the best way. Nobody can say anything about you and get away with it, Pop. Uh, you've taken lots of beatings because of me, I guess. Maybe if you do stay away from school a while, they'll, they'll forget about it. And you can go back. Meantime, you and me will have a chance to be together more. Gee, thanks, Pop. You sure are swell. Uh... Guess guess I'll go over to the pool room for a little while. Uh, look, son, I I ain't just sure that pool room's a good place for you to spend your time. I won't stay long, Pop, honest. I'll see you later. So long. So long, scrapper. Hey, does uh, Dusty McGuire live here? Yeah, sure. Hey, Pop, here's a couple of guys to see you. What? Muggsy Lewis. What do you want with me? Pete here and me want to have a little talk with you, Lefty. Ain't that right, Pete? Yeah. We just found out where you live, Lefty. Sit down, Lefty. Don't let us disturb you. Pull up a chair, Pete. Sure. Yeah, good. Yep, it's been a long time since we've seen you, Lefty. Looks like you were trying to ditch your old friend. You can forget that friend stuff, Muggsy. <laughs> now, Lefty, just because you had to take the rap for that job... You, you framed me and you know it. Funny. That's what you said at the trial, but nobody would believe it. Huh, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> He's dope enough to be caught with the goods, that's all. Say, uh, guess that was your kid just went out, wasn't it, Lefty? Sure has grown since I saw him. Never right. mind the kid. You don't mean anything to him, and you'll never see him again, okay, you see? Okay, okay. Don't get head up over it. 
We've got business to talk over with you. Now, look, you. Both of you. Scrapper and me are getting along just fine without your help. Sure, sure. We didn't come here to help you. We came here to get you to help us. Didn't we, Pete? Sure. Get out and let me alone. Oh, you sure developed a temper, Lefty. You better calm down to hear what we have to say. I don't want to hear what you've got to say. Well, if you're satisfied to be making peanuts, be a night watchman over at that rare house, then there's a chance to make big dough. I need that job to take care of my kid. And for his sake, I'm going straight, see? <laughs> sure. But you'd go straight better with a lot of dough in the bank for a starter. <laughs> Got a cigarette? No. Oh, you could act a little more friendly when we come to call on you and give you a good tip that won't cause you any trouble. That's right. Well, I... I... Go ahead, sit down and talk. I'll listen. But that won't mean anything, see? I got Scrapper to think about. Yeah, you're talking sense, Lefty. Now, we got ways of knowing that there's a couple of trucks loaded with cigarettes over in that warehouse you're working at. And also that those trucks are going to roll in the morning. Who told you that? What difference does it make to you anyway? Well, you see, Lefty, we thought with your help we could roll those trucks out tonight. <laughs> you get it? Why, you... Hold it, Lefty. Now, put away that rod, Pete. You ain't going to need it. I'm sure Lefty can be convinced easy. That's where you're wrong, see? Nothing's going to go out of that warehouse while I'm on guard. I have orders not to open the door to anybody after 6 o'clock, and I ain't doing it either. Lefty, I'm warning you. You might be very sorry if you don't listen to reason. Very sorry. Look, fellas. Why don't you let me alone? Well, after tonight, we will. There's going to be a nice little profit in it for you, too, Lefty. Sure. All you have to do is open the door for us at 9 o'clock. We tie up, scram with the trucks, and they can't pin a thing on Sure, sure, that's it. Of course, you'll have to keep your mouth shut or, uh, or take the consequences. And if it goes all right, you'll get your cut, Lefty. I won't do it, you hear? I'll get out. Get out, I say! Hey, Muggsy, should no, I... No, no, no. Take it easy, Pete. You give him time to think it over. <laughs> Maybe he'll come around. Who knows? <laughs> Let's go, Pete. <laughs> Meantime, Scrapper started down the street after talking to his father when he ran into trouble. Well, 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 look who's here. Does your old man like being out of jail, Scrapper? Get out of my way. And don't say any more about my pop. <laughs> Some pop you have. A jailbird, that's what he is. Go on, you little runt. Walk in the gutter where you belong. <laughs> hey, what are you sitting in the gutter for, Dopey? <laughs> I'll show you, you, you big bully. Oh, sock me, will you? Oh, you can't say that about my pop and get away with it. Oh, even if you're bigger than I am. You don't think you can fight, huh? Take that. Now I'll kick you in a gutter where yeah, you belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what's going on, I'd like to know. Whish, no. Is that any way to be treating the kids smarter than yourself? For shame, uh, Who do you think you are, mister? Uh, get along with you now or I'll give you the back of my hand. That I will. Now get out of here. Go on, you big butt Iski. Who's afraid of you anyway? Scram, now, scram. Here, nobody, here. Uh, let me help you up there. Come on, come on, no. He, he wouldn't pick... 
pick on me if I was as big as he is, I'll bet you. Ah, sure, he's just a big bully, that he is. Here, now, let me brush off. Ah, oh, no, there. There, there. Oh, no, what was this all about, anyway? I was minding my own business when he came up and called my pop names, so I, so I had to fight him. So he called your father names, did he? <laughs> Well, you're a fine little lad to stick up for your father. That you are. Who is your father, son? Lefty McGuire. I'm Scrapper McGuire. McGuire, is it? Sure, and I should have taken a whack at that redhead just for luck. Picking on a nice Irish lad like yourself. You're... You're not a copper, are you? Me a cop? <laughs> no, whatever gave you that idea. <laughs> Why, I, I, I'm a reporter. On the Daily Sentinel. That I am. <laughs> a reporter? Honest? Yeah. Gee, i like to be a reporter someday. How do you get to be a reporter? Well, no, you have to work up to it. That is, if you want to be top-notch one, uh, like me, uh, for instance. Do you think I could get a job so I could work up to being one, mister? Mm -hmm. With a name like McGuire? Why, there's no doubt of it, son. I'll tell you what. You come around to the Sentinel building about six o'clock. I'll be there, and I'll take you up to see Mr. Reed, the boss. You mean he might give me a job on the Daily Sentinel? Well, no, I can't make any promises, of course. But with my pull and all, uh, maybe you might get a chance as copy boy or something like that, if Reed doesn't think you're too young. Gee, who'll I ask for, mister? Oh, just ask for Mr. Axford. That's me, son. Now, don't forget... Six o'clock. I'll be there, Mr. Axford. Yes, sir. Right on the dot. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. A short time later, Muggsy Lewis and Pete left Lefty's place and walked toward the neighborhood pool room. Hey, what are we going to the pool room for, Muggsy? Now look, Pete, as Lefty's kid was leaving, I overheard him say he was going to the pool room. Yeah, so what? Now listen, if we can get Lefty to open that steel door at the warehouse, we could go on with our plans. Whether he wanted to or not, couldn't we? Sure, we expected to make him the fall guy anyway, but I don't see how you... I got a plan to get into that warehouse, Pete. And Lefty's kid scrapper is going to be the one to get us in. That's why I want to talk to him. 
Uh, here's a pool. Put the kids in here. Pete, look, yeah? there's a kid back there watching that game. Yeah, but how do you You'll figure... find out. Come on, we'll go and talk. Hello there. Ain't you Scrapper McGuire? Yeah, why, mister? Uh, we were just over to your place to see your old gent. You were going out just as we came in. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm Muggsy Lewis, a friend of Lefty's. <laughs> this here's Pete. Glad to know you. Hiya. Uh, your uh, father asked us to give you a message. Uh, he said you might be here. A message? What is it? He wants you to come down to the warehouse tonight at 9 o'clock. He wants to see you. Just bang on the door and tell him it's you, see? But Pop told me never to come there while he's working. Well, that's what he said to tell you, Scrapper. Must be something important or he wouldn't want you to come there. Okay, Mr. Lewis, I'll go over then. Now, remember the time. Nine o'clock tonight, kid. Yeah, I'll remember. Don't worry. If Pop said to be there, I'll be there. What's the idea of telling him Lefty wants him to come to the warehouse tonight? <laughs> Don't be a dope. Scrap will go there at nine tonight. We'll be nearby waiting, see? As soon as he gets his old man to open that door, we'll be right behind the kid and bust on in. <laughs> you get it? Oh, so that's it. Yeah, that's it. Lefty, you'll think the kid was working with us, and the kid'll think his old man was in on it. <laughs> then we'll knock Lefty out and throw some whiskey over him, like we did before, and we'll leave him in one of the trucks out on the road. After we transfer the load. <laughs> <laughs> and Lefty will take the rap again, huh? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. We'll take the kid along with us so Lefty won't squeal to the cops, see? Yeah, and they'll say he was drunk and went crooked again. And with his record, he won't have a chance. That's right, he won't have a chance. <laughs> so we has Scrapper to look after, huh? We'll look after the kid. And Lefty, too. Before the night's over, he'll sure be sorry he wouldn't play along with us. Promptly at six o'clock, Scrapper McGuire, his face shining from a recent scrubbing and his hair slicked down, kept his appointment with Axford at the Sentinel building. With his young protege in tow, Axford boldly entered the office of Britt Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel. Come right in, Mike. <laughs> sure, and I am in, Reed. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, I suppose this is the young chap you were telling me about. Sure. This is Scrapper McGuire, Mr. You... Reed. How do you do, sir? Glad to meet you, son. Sit down. Thank you, sir. Now, sure, and if you don't mind, Reed, I'll run along and leave you two so as you can talk. Go right ahead, Mike. Now, don't be afraid to talk up, lad. Uh, so long. I'll see you later. Goodbye, Mr. Axford. Mr. Axford tells me you know, you want to work here. Is that right? Oh, yes, sir. I want to grow up to be a reporter. How old are you, Scrapper? Almost 15, sir. You go to school, I suppose. Well, I did up to today. I'm not going anymore, though. Why? Well, I... I... I guess I can tell you, Mr. Reed. My pop, Lefty McGuire, was in jail once. And all the kids pick on me about it. I see. Mr. Axford told me you were defending your father's name today against a rather big boy. 
You think a lot of your dad, don't you, Scrapper? I'll say. He's really swell. What does he do? He works at the Water Street Warehouse at night. I see. Uh, you don't see him very much then, eh? No, sir. I am going to see him tonight, though. Oh, uh, you go to the warehouse sometimes while he's working? No, sir. Uh, that is, I never have. Pop told me never to come there. But a friend of his, Muggsy Lewis, his name is, came to the pool room today and told me Pop wanted to see me at nine tonight at the warehouse. To the pool room? What's a young boy like you doing in a pool room? Oh, a lot of the kids go there to watch. That isn't so good, Scrapper. If you ever came here to work, you'd have to promise never to go in there again. Sure. I'd promise, Mr. Reed. Honest. Good. Well, I suppose you want to have plenty of time to keep that appointment with your father, so you better run along. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, by the way, you might stop in tomorrow and see Mr. Gunnigan, the city editor. I, I think he may find a place for you after school hours. You mean I'd have to go back to school? Of course. You have to have more education if you hope to work up to a reporter's job some. Well, all right, sir. I'll go in tomorrow, after school. Good for you, Scrapper. Mr. Gunnigan will be expecting you. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir, and, and thank you. So that's Lefty McGuire's boy, eh? And Muggsy Lewis told him his father wanted him to come to the warehouse at nine. Yes, Mr. Reed? I want you to go through the old files and dig up the story on the Lefty McGuire case. Uh, about five years ago, I think. Yes, sir. Get it to me as soon as you can. I'll be waiting. Yes, sir. Seems to me those two names were connected in some way with a hijacking case. And when they send up that story, I'll soon know. The strange scrapper's father should send a message by Muggsy Lewis to come to the warehouse tonight. Very strange. After looking over the story of the McGuire case, Britt Reed left his office and went to his apartment, where Cato, his Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet was waiting. Britt Reed told Cato about Scrapper, and also told the details of the story he'd looked up in the Sentinel files. You think something wrong, Mr. Britt? Yes, maybe it's just a hunch. But somehow I believe Scrapper's faith in his dad is justified. I don't think McGuire would play along with Lewis. And I'm inclined to think Lefty McGuire really was framed in that old case. Though circumstantial evidence was against him. You mean to do something, maybe? Yes, Cato. That boy's faith in his father's worth preserving. And at the same time, we may be able to prevent a crime. We'll take the Black Beauty and be in the vicinity of the warehouse when the boy goes there. If there is a job to do, it'll be a job for the Green Hornet. Something must have happened. Better let him in. Gee, Pop, it's nine o'clock. I was afraid I'd be late. What are you doing here, son? What's happened? Okay, Lefty Scrapper's with us. Get inside, what? both of you. What? what? What's come on, get inside and quick. Come on, Pete. Right. Scrapper, what's the meaning of this? What are you doing with these two men? They told me you, you wanted told to... told the kid you were working a job here with us tonight, and you'd better come along. Just to be sure you opened up, Lefty. And we'll get those two trucks rolling and leave you here tied up like we planned. Then we'll all be in the dough. Pop! Say it isn't true, Pop! Of course I ain't working with them, Scrapper. They lied when That's they said... There's no use fooling the kid, Lefty. He's learned fast anyway. Why did you come here with him, son? I didn't come with him, Pop. 
Don't let them steal the trucks. You'll go to jail again. Don't help them, Pop. I wasn't going to help them, Scrapper. Believe me, son. And I'll stop him if it's this a last... we're going to take them trucks out like they planned, see? A gun! He'll use it, too. You better get wise, Lefty. That box you showed me once on the wall there. I'll turn the key and the alarm will call the cops. Stop that kid, Pete! You, I mean, go out! Take me in the sins, will you? Sock my kid, will you? Are you dirty... Hey, you, Gerard Muggsy's reaching for him! Hold it, Mark! Hey, what the... Green Hornet. So he's working with you guys. Maybe I am. We'll settle that later. I'll settle it right now. With Give this. me that gun. You can't... I'll take this, Lefty. Oh, gas. Gas gun. Oh, well, I... what do you know? His gun shoots gas, Muggsy. Yeah, so I noticed. Thanks for the warning, Hornet. And this bullet will reach you before you can use that gas gun in us. Oh, my God. You forgot I also had left these gun, fella. Now for you. Yeah, well, I'm getting out of here. You're not leaving by this door. Get out of my way, you or I'll take this, maybe. Oh! What do we do now? I had a guess, Lefty McGuire. I'd overheard enough to convince me he was not in with these men on the deal. Come on, we'll tie up those two mugs. <laughs> this one have flesh wounded arm. <laughs> yes, you fainted from fright, I guess. He'll be all right. <clears throat> there, they're both tied. Now we'll put Lefty in his chair there by the desk and put his gun in his hand. Help me, come on. We leave young boy here, too? Poor kid's been knocked out. He'll soon be all right. Leave him here so that when he comes to, he'll be convinced his dad overcame those two mugs. There's an alarm box over there. Turn the key so the police will come here. Then we'll get out and fast. I turn key now. We have to leave in hurry now. All right, let's get away from here. week later, in the city room at the Daily Sentinel, Gunnigan rose from his desk with a handful of copy. Boy! Copy, boy! Copy, Mr. Gunnigan! No, ain't that speed for you? <laughs> Scrapper's Johnny on the spot, that he is. Hey, yeah, uh, son, rush this copy inside. It's news that'll make you and your dad happy. I'll get it in there right away. Gee, this is news, Mr. Gunnigan. What's news, Scrapper? This copy. It's about those, those crooks, Mr. Reed. They deserve what they got, Scrapper. And we're all proud of your dad. He did a fine job catching those two. I'll say. You know, Mr. Reed, when I first got there, I thought maybe... Well, anyway, I'm glad Pop wasn't what they said. Working with him, I mean. Well, if he was, he sure took a tough way of showing it, Sonny. What he didn't do to them guys... Yeah, and you see what that copy says, don't you? That Green Hornet had something to do with it, too. Your father must have driven him off. You mean the Green Hornet was there at the warehouse? That he was, according to them two crooks. I'm telling you, Reed, that guy sticks his nose into every crime in the city almost. He's the worst criminal in the whole country. That he is. Isn't that right, Scrapper? That's what all the kids in school say. And they say my pop is a big hero. That's fine. I'm glad you like school now and have a permit to work here after hours. Uh, now, uh, what do you think, Scrapper? Ain't that Hornet the devil, though? Well, even he was afraid of my pop... I better hurry with this copy. <laughs> now, ain't that just like a kid for you? Here we are talking about how the hornet scared the daylights out of people and all. Yet Scrapper turns up his nose and brags about his pop. <laughs> well, who can tell? Maybe even the green hornet would envy such loyalty as that, Mike. Something that money couldn't buy from a kid like Scrapper. <laughs> Hornet 
These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Henry Stambaugh speaking. This is the Blue Network.